I've had this film on my radar for a while now, and I didn't give it a chance until this year, which, you know, I don't think really gives any justice to whether or not it's sort of a film worth watching this year. If you're looking for something new, if you didn't give it a chance when it came out back in 2021, but the deep house is probably one of my, one of the, one of the ones on the more positive side uh, of this year's uh, 31 Halloween horror movie entries, simply because I love the concept of a haunted house not buried but a haunted house deep underwater and the way they set it up is it it makes sense and the film is really enjoyable for that even though it's kind of mediocre to say best so it's one of these things where it's a really good idea that might be spoiled by some poor execution and that kind of leaves it up to the decision of like the watcher to kind of say whether or not it was worth it. So for me, it was totally worth it. And if you've never heard of The Deep House, I'm going to explain it to you right now. Essentially, the film is about these this couple who want to become really big YouTube stars. So they go around and they're checking out, you know, haunted houses, abandoned warehouses, things of that nature. So, and also at first, I thought it was a found footage film. I didn't realize that it just sort of is them filming like YouTube people. So you see it both from the perspective of a film and from the perspective that they're recording from. So it's like half found footage, half not. And it's for their YouTube channel. They're trying to get big and grow and become these travelers of, you know, the, the unknown, uh, you, it opens up with them expert, like, um, exploring this abandoned hospital, I believe. And it sort of leads into them talking about how they're not going viral yet. They're not making it big. They need to find something really big and they need to uh, explore something really big and get some really good views on it so they can become really big YouTube stars, which sort of is a big play on like reality for a lot of people. There's tons of people out there, myself included, who are looking to kind of make it big out there as a content creator in some capacity, whether it be through podcasts just like this is or youtube or on tiktok or things of that nature so it it speaks to sort of a reality sense where this is what's going to drive somebody to do something that might not not necessarily be a good idea but could also work out if you're willing to take the chance so when they set that up you get led into the idea of how they are introduced to the house. So that's problem number two. Problem number two is just a kind of is nonchalantly introduced to them is here. uh, This guy that they meet in the park and he's like, yeah, I've got a house that I think you'd like to explore. I'll show you. And essentially he brings them to this lake. That's pretty big, but it's sort of a closed off area of the lake that the public doesn't really go to. And he says, yeah, there's a house that's been, in, in, engulfed under the water all the way at the bottom. So they have all of this scuba gear, apparently. They just happen to have the scuba gear on them. And they have this really advanced underwater camera system, which utilizes, you know, motion sensors and uh, locator devices. So it understands the difference between, like, um, the, the couple and anything else in their surrounding. So they go and they deep dive and they find this house And they try to get in, and of course, after they get in, you know, it's all going downhill from there. So they're exploring it, and it's just very interesting when you just are watching somebody explore what's obviously going to be a haunted house, because you're waiting to see what the reason for it to be haunted is. 
and you want to see if like like do ghosts like float like do they follow the same rules of you know obvious water physics and essentially once it starts getting into that area you know it takes a little while it builds up with a couple of scares a couple of minor jumps here and there and eventually you kind of are introduced to the family the house is owned by and they the, the couple gets trapped and of course they're trying to swim for their lives not run for your lives but they're trying to swim for their lives and it's weird because yeah i guess ghosts have to follow the laws of ocean physics as well like they have to be subjected to this to the bottom of this lake where they are spirits but like their hair still floats and they aren't like walking around like there was a couple of times where i caught where you could have you could have had some really good like like uh, ghost or possession activities happening like they enter a dining room and all the chairs are floating which by the way there's a lot that isn't floating which is also very odd like they go into a kitchen and there's a lot of things that are still like on the tables and on the like, the shelves and you're sitting there like this has been underwater for how long like the the guy said that it was like underwater for like 40 years and there are things that are like still on the shelves and only like 20% of the stuff you're visually seeing floating it makes sense that it's floating and anything else that's not floating it's not processing why it's not floating. Like how are how are chairs floating, but like jars of pickles aren't. Like it's weird to see it and to see it kind of presented in that way. Like they go into a little kid's room, and there's a joke where he gets on a horse, like a little kid's like riding horse, where he like it's a little joke that he does for his his girlfriend, and um, it leads into a jump scare. But the horse isn't floating. The horse is stationary on the ground, and it stays stationary even after he gets off. I don't know why, but I feel like my brain, and maybe I just don't know a lot about this, but my brain thought, why is not everything floating? I feel like everything in this house should be floating. If it's not floating, it should have at least floated at some point and sank to the bottom because the water would have moved it around. And that's almost an eerie concept as well. It's like, is it not floating because that's just they didn't have the money to make everything look like it was floating or to care that everything was floating? Or is it the sense that this house is so sort of haunted, the, 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 the spiritual possession of this house has sort of left it in a state where these things are st stuck there? Like it's half within a world where it's not floating and half in a world where it is floating. You know, because there are also, once you get introduced to the, to the spirits and the demons in the, in, in the house, it eventually leads to seeing sometimes they're walking and sometimes they're standing still like on the ground and then they're also floating at the same time it's very odd how it sometimes does things and sometimes doesn't like i said there was a point where i really thought there would have been a really good opportunity for a good scare where you will first enter the dining room the first time you see it and the chairs are floating and now if they ever went back in there you could see that the chairs are back in line straight it's as if the dining room is set up for guests like that to me would have been a real interesting play on what to do when you're underwater i feel like if this had a bigger budget maybe done by a different company even though it's done by um it's uh one of it's one of the xyz films which was eventually distributed by blumhouse like you got a lot of you know heavy hitters there that could have put the money into it to kind of do a little bit more 
and maybe if I'm not gonna say to reboot it, but maybe a sequel. I'm I'm usually not an advocate for sequels unless it makes sense. And the way the film ends doesn't really necessarily make sense that to make a sequel for that portion of the story. But I think if you did like another group that goes into the house, because this might get some kind of a good reception enough. And the story, even though this story wasn't good, it's good enough where like it could be a sequel that you could put more money into it and do more with those effects. Like, doesn't that sound amazing? A haunted house underwater. Like, why hasn't anybody thought about that before? I mean, maybe that's just me. I This is the first time I've ever seen a movie like this. And if there's another one out there, I, like, find me on some kind of social media or anything and tell me, hey, watch this film. It's also a film that's about a haunted house underwater. I'll totally watch it. This is the first time I've ever seen this. And I was a little let down because I feel like there's so much potential there that was missed. And I don't necessarily understand why. But maybe they just didn't have enough faith in it. I think it's worth it. And it's got middle to high reviews. Nothing's really low for this film. So it's definitely up there as far as um, what you would expect out of this film. But it it's still worth it, even if it's not enjoyable for a lot of the negatives I've spoken about. And I mean, come on, Haunted House Underwater. Like, it's it's got potential. It's got the, the makings of being something that's unique for you. Like, if you haven't seen anything unique yet this year... Sit down with this one. I think it's unique enough to give a chance. 